Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 81 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from The K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment per usual is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. All right, so this is not really K-pop related, but it's going to get K-pop related because we said we would talk about the Met Gala, even though it happened like, so it seems like ages ago because it happened <laughs> the day we actually recorded. Yeah. But I still want to talk about it. So um, Shay, I'll give you permission to Google and stuff because I'm going to go in. Okay. All right, so for now, let's pretend we, me and Shay know anything about fashion and anything about the Met Gala at this point in time. Okay, so as you know, on the 2nd of May, Johnny was the only K-pop artist to attend this year's Met Gala. The theme was Gilded Glamour, which is meant to be set in the 1800s. So the Gilded Age, you know, style is meant to be defined by extravagance Mm -hmm. and to show the wealth and glamour. And it was meant to use to conceal the social unrest and turmoil of the era. Come through Google. <laughs> so that so we should see like jewel tones, cool sets, mm-hmm. plenty of fabric on the dresses. Like Fair I know it probably also... isn't correct, but a lot of people are saying mm-hmm. like Bridgerton-esque. Like it isn't exactly yes, kind of, but, but yeah. not really. Feathers were also popular and long gloves for ladies. And I think this is when the tuxedo was made in its debut in American fashion. So I guess that's why there was a lot of tuxedos because a lot of people may complain that oh men's fashion was a bit boring Mm. um but you know they'll stay on theme but before we go into the looks it seemed like everyone was confused or maybe i'm just uneducated and didn't get it but if you just looked at the grand scheme of things it seems like everyone was kind of doing their own own thing there was like some people that got the same memo and there's other people that got a different one like it kind of reminds me yeah so mm-hmm. Shay, you know when you watch drag race mm-hmm. and all my drag race fans out there right so just quick briefly for those that don't each week there's a theme on the runway or the catwalk where each drag um drag queen is meant to create a, an outfit according to that theme right so what this reminds me of right is 
when there is a theme on the runway, but when everyone comes down the runway, it's slightly off. And you're kind of thinking, wait, how did so-and-so get this idea? Like, and everyone seems to be slightly matching, but mm. it's still not like on theme. That's the right. vibe that I got, right? So, But it's only until afterwards, like when you watch interviews with the drag queens, like after they get eliminated or months later, they then say, so for example, just say the theme was, um, I don't know, YG artists, yeah? But then everyone came down with an SM aesthetic and you're like, this is confusing. But then it's mm-hmm. only like months later, um, you hear that they said, oh, they told us to prepare something for like a K-pop styled runway, but then last minute they changed it to YG. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's still on tre- on theme, but it's like slightly off. That's the that's the vibe that I was getting. So apparently, because I went digging, because like even everyone on Twitter was confused, and anyway, it was actually meant to be a part two from the theme that was done in September last year, which was an anthology of fashion. So the point was to focus on the stories of the actual dressmakers who may have been forgotten. So the theme was anthology of fashion and the dress code mm-hmm. was white tied gilded glamour. So basically there were people that were trying to hit both the theme and the dress code, right? So one person was arguing that I don't know if you saw Cardi B's dress, the gold the gold ensemble, mm-hmm. right? Basically, she actually hit the theme and the dress code. Gilded is just like glamour, right? So Mm -hmm. she was very glamorous, right? Mm -hmm. So gilded can be at any time. So it doesn't mean it has to be aged in the sense of the corset and the big poofy um, skirt or whatever. And the dress was also inspired from a Barbara Streisand costume designer. Okay. Um, It hit both. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Come through education <laughs> for the people that I actually liked. So I liked Blake Lively's dress. Yeah, that was a moment. Um, I think it was meant to be inspired by the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. So when it was gifted to America, it was kind of that that pinky color, and of course over time it oxidized and it turned into that the iconic bluey color that we know of today. Hence mm-hmm. why her the the magical color change. And I was like, yes. yes. Love and then, like, it. her little tiara had, like, I think it was, like, seven stones in it or something to represent, like, all the continents. Like, she was explaining it in this one video I saw. But it was, like, mm. pretty cool. I was like, yeah. yes, girl. People are, like, hit and miss, but I actually liked Nicki Minaj's look. I saw a video that said that it was quite on theme. It referenced this look from the time. Like, it wasn't my favourite, mm. but it, it was on theme. So. Yeah, I, I liked it. And I even liked the cap situation. Mm. I think it it flowed better than, say, Kylie's um, cap and dress situation. I don't know if you saw Kylie Jenner's um Is, Was outfit. it like the wedding dress looking? Yeah, the wedding yeah. dress thing with the cap unveil. Mm. Um, I also liked Billie Eilish. Um, she was very dress. on theme. Mm-hmm. It's giving me gothic. It's giving me glamour. Um, there was like one presenter. I don't remember what her yes, name was. Yes, I was literally about to say that. she. But she was giving me Disney princess and I loved it. I was here I, I was obsessed. Um, also, on the topic of who was it? Um, you just mentioned their name. Oh, my Kylie? Gone. 
Yes, on the topic of Kylie, so I the theme in general, it just I understood what the theme was, but in terms of everyone following it, that just I didn't feel like that happened. So at yeah. first I was quite confused by her look, but then she I saw like this little clip of her that someone had posted and she was saying that the was he the creative director of Louis Vuitton, Virgil and the owner of Off White? At one point, yeah. Yeah. So um, it was actually a look that her, and not the specific look, but um, there was a discussion between her and him before he passed, obviously, that she was going to wear um, an off-white outfit to one of the Mets or a significant event. Mm. And then obviously he passed and she initially wasn't even going to attend the Met, um, but she thought to honor him, like she went, wanted to go in off-white. So yeah. I think it's nice that it had like a deeper meaning behind yeah. it. Mm. And I think at the same time, because of the theme, which is meant to be like what we what what comes to mind when you think of American fashion, I guess you can argue it still kind of hits that with the off white. Mm. Um, and I think what many people forget as well with the Met Gala, it's not necessarily about you looking pretty; it's about you hitting the theme. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, back to what I loved. Um, I loved. Um, I don't know if you saw like Vanessa Hudgens dress, the black dress. It was like oh. kind of sheer and then she had like this flowy moment. I saw her because she was hosting, but I, I can't picture her outfit. I can try and search it. Okay. Yeah, I liked that. Mm. Very cute. I mean, I don't know if it was on theme or not, but I, I think she did great. <laughs> it has a poofy sleeve, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Lizzo's dress as well. Lizzo's outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, Stormzy, come on, Storms, come through, Storms. I like the little cape thingy that was on, and his that was suit. A very on theme because um, last month, you know, back in them days, they had like the whole cape situation, and you know, he was wearing white, and he's never, he's always in black, so this is very mm. different for him as well. I'm like, okay, Stormzy, I see you, I see you. Uh, talking about um, this is not a segue, bad segue, but um. Jung Hoyeon, the model slash um, actress from Squid Game, mm-hmm. her look looked informal to me. Like, like it didn't exude the extravagance of the Met. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, I think loads of people were. I think she came with Louis Vuitton, and I think a lot of people weren't really feeling the Louis Vuitton fits. I guess it still kind of fits the theme of American fashion because. When you do think of American fashion, even though, whatever, you do think of Louis Vuitton. So, yes. But she looked great, but it just felt like she could have wore that anywhere else. But there, that made sense. Yeah. No, I, I do get what you mean. Like, she looks, she always looks great, but. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I don't even want to comment on any of the looks this year because I'm like, was this on theme? And then you hear someone's like background story behind the look, which is like great if you can provide like further insight into how something was on theme. But I feel mm. like the outfit should speak for itself and people should be like, ah, oh, I get it. Mm. Um, but yeah, she looked great. And of course, Johnny. Johnny was giving me, he looked great. He looked good. Mm-hmm. But it was giving me pajamas, but in a good way, like silk pajamas. Like he's sitting by the fire with a glass of whiskey and there's a storm outside and he's got a book in his hand as well and he's just chilling indoors but like elevated (laughs) 
I'm screaming. Is it because of like the line down the side of it? Maybe. I, it's just giving me like silk satin, sexy pajamas. Mm. I liked it though. This that's that's not like an insult. That's a compliment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and apparently he was the most mentioned. Yes, yeah, as well. So come on, come through, Johnny. But yeah, that's. That's our take on the Met Gala, which means absolutely nothing because we are not fashion <laughs> people. Uh, <laughs> but moving on to actual K-pop news. K-pop idol Holland recently revealed that he was assaulted while in Itaewon. Holland, who gained attention for being the first openly gay K-pop idol and using his platform to advocate for the LGBTQ community, basically went on social media to say that he had been a victim of a homophobic attack where someone in Itaewon assaulted him. In the tweet, Holland explained that he was walking around Itaewon with his manager and friend when he was called a slur and then was hit twice on his face. In another tweet, Holland shared that the phrase used by the attacker made it an obvious hate crime. He also shared his sadness that in 2022, people are still subjected to violence due to their sexuality or being different. This is obviously a hate crime. The fact that my sexuality as gay is public should never expose myself to this kind of violence, nor any other LGBT plus and all elders, women and minorities in this world. This happening in 2022 shows the sad reality of the LGBT human rights. Also with this tweet, he shared pictures of his injuries. The idol shared that he reported the incident to the police. He also shared his hope that by sharing the story, he wanted to raise awareness so that it wouldn't happen again. Mm, That's sad. That's really sad. Moving on to will they, won't they? So the contract between Monster X and Starship Entertainment is about to come to an end. According to a report, Shonu, Kihan and Hyungwon have renewed their contracts, while the other three members, Minhyuk, Juhani and Am, are still in discussions. So mm. let's see if they re-sign. They probably will. I don't know. I don't know how they're treated at Starship. Yeah. I don't think they have a problem with Starship, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that. I guess we'll just have to wait out. I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and last but not least, for my London peeps or British peeps, so EXO's Chen and Kai have confirmed to be joining the official lineup for the How You Pop Fest 2020 London at OVO Arena Wembley on the 9th and the 10th of July. So there you go for those people that are going. So yeah. (laughs) And that is um, Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot, hot topics. That was very different today. Um, Yeah, so if there's any stories you want us to talk about or want to comment on anything, make sure you hit us up on socials at HowYouAtYou. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, questions, tea, everything in between. You can send that all to howyoutea at gmail.com or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. So Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is super random, but I feel like a lot of male idols get lip fillers. For example, Hyunjin. I'm going to Google. Yes. <laughs> Not because I don't know who Hyunjin is. No, but, I'm, I, but I can't picture his, his lips. lips. <laughs> they don't Isn't that how it's always? That's what I was about to say. What if you put lip, lip job? Lip job? Is that is that I don't know. To me they look normal. Like they the way look, they've they, always looked. They look the same. I think they look the same to me. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you can follow this up with like more more depth if you like. From this date to this date, but I I'm I'm sure like a lot of male not just idols, but male celebrities probably get a lot of procedures that would surprise people. Not even mm. talking about Hyunjin because he looks the same to us, but I think there must be a ton of male celebrities that get stuff done that people would not expect yeah i don't see, or if if he has got it done it's done well because yeah. that's how it's meant to be done we're not really meant to know unless we are explicitly told but um looks good yeah this <laughs> lips i guess <laughs> um Okay, and then moving on to our next unpopular opinion. This person said, If I was an idol, I wouldn't be able to do fan service. Like, no, I can't pretend to be your boyfriend or pat your head. Same. Yeah, no, respectfully, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, I think I would be really nice to my fans. Obviously, like, they're why you are where you are. But I just have to draw, draw the line somewhere. Like, yeah. No. Absolutely not. I think I'd pull a John Cook, like, please turn up with ID and proof of address. Because he got really annoyed. I don't know if annoyed is the right word, but you might remember, like, all these women were calling him Opa, but some of them were looking a lot older than him. So he was <laughs> like, um, can I have proof um, that, um, of your age? Yeah, some fan service is extreme and it makes me feel uncomfy watching it so I, I can't even picture how the artist must feel yeah and yes there will be like slight cultural differences because agyo is technically a part of korean culture but i, I still think there are lines yeah also to add to this yeah this may be an unpopular opinion but i find in the grand scheme of things i find video calls weird yes the reason being right because <laughs> you're literally paying someone to be nice to you for a minute to really deep it i don't know it just all you're, makes me feel uncomfy it's like k-pop pony fans isn't it but without, <laughs> without it being x-rated i don't even like understand how the fan calls work because don't sometimes you have to buy a certain amount of like albums to get yeah that. but in the grand scheme of things you're still paying for someone to be nice to you like so mm. like an idol's not gonna jump on jump on and be like 
oh, I'm having a really rough day. You don't want to hear that. Mm. You, you, you don't. And I don't know, even if they did find something creepy or upsetting, I don't think they would outright say, you're weird, unless it's like really extreme. Yeah. And even if it was, they probably just cut the call short. They won't say anything. I know like you're not entitled to get the real person or the real thing, but I don't know. Just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, just a bit of a weird one. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, there are fans, because obviously, like, some fans record their calls and post it. Like, there are some that have, like, really lovely interactions. They're, like, saying how they got into the group or thanking the artist for being, like, a positive light in their life. And I think that's a perfectly fine and nice interaction. But then you have the others that make, like, really strange requests or... I don't, I don't know, it's like sometimes it can rub the wrong way, but am I like, oh, like fan calls should go away? Not necessarily because it wouldn't be fair on like the nice fans that have normal calls and interactions with the artists. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, bit of an unusual one. And then on to our last unpopular opinion, this person said, I really want to see more hip hop slash R&B inspiration and comebacks this year. I'm so tired of this noisy TikTok music. Me too, man. But I think that's just our taste. Mm. It's the noisy era, people. <laughs> gotta... <laughs> Some noisy songs are all right. Um, yeah. I think someone has said this before, but you can kind of see that a lot of, so- not all, but there's a lot of songs that they're trying to tailor to the whole, trying to find like a tick tockable moment instead of just making the song. <laughs> I'm kind of over that. Mm. yeah no I I agree don't get me wrong like who doesn't like a nice little viral song that everyone can learn the dance to but I think if that becomes like your whole thing and every song feels that way that's never a good thing and I do hope that we I think it's it's still there there's definitely quite a few songs that come out with R&B influence they're typically not the title tracks as such but I would love someone to give us like slow R&B vibes, like like some of the old EXO songs. Mm. I would love to see like a modern iteration of that. Yeah, I think it would. I think it would be cool to sort of see that again. I don't know if it's out already, and you might be able to correct me. I don't know if you heard about it, but aren't BTS putting out like an album of like I don't know if it's remixes of their old songs. Or something like that. I feel like I have something of that nature coming I know out soon. It's dropping, but I, I haven't. I'm not going to lie. I haven't looked into anything BTS related. So um, I'm just as puzzled and curious as you are. Okay, so let's just be confused together. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully we we see some more title tracks with like more hip hop and R and B inspiration. Sorry to, Go on. Sorry to cut you off. I think that the new thing that they're going to drop or one of the the teasers that was dropped is basically what you said, Shay, about it being remastered songs. Mm. That's, that's just remastered. I haven't seen anything about being remixed. But something in that realm is happening, yeah, don't quote of, me. Like, <laughs> remastered, mm-hmm. maybe the odd new track, but yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. 
Um, but those are all of our unpopular opinions for today. Remember, if you guys want to submit any of your thoughts, responses, or feelings, you can um, submit them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you, or you can leave us a comment or a DM on socials. And we also have a dilemma for today. So Shanice, if you'd like to read that for us. Hey ladies, I really enjoy listening to your podcast and both your perspectives. So I'm a Korean man and I know this may sound extreme, but I don't really like when I don't really like when white people indulge in Korean culture. I feel like most of most of the time they have negative intentions, for example, to Asian fish or to gain or to gain clout clout to gain clout, you know, to gain clout or even to fetishize us. One time this one white girl matched, oh no, one time this one white girl matched me on a dating app and the first thing she said to me was, would make such cute Asian babies. Oh. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the end, guys, um, mm. of that dilemma. So, mm. it's not really a dilemma, it's just your opinion. <laughs> I guess. Um... An extended opinion. Um... Again, I just think it's the small minority that spoils it for everyone. I don't know what white people you're around mm. um, to to give you that perspective. Um, <laughs> I, don't I don't even know what to say to this. Um, I can, I can sort of. I don't know if gatekeeping would be the right word, but I can, I do sort of get when um, people from ethnic backgrounds sort of want to gatekeep their culture and stuff because sometimes people just like cherry pick and choose the parts that they like from it without mm. understanding the full picture or for purposes like clout or other things. Like we see it happen with a lot of different um, ethnic groups and not just Caucasian people doing it. Other people come into these groups and do similar things. Mm. So I can sort of get that. And especially with pop culture nowadays and social media you'll find that like these um convenient or appealing parts of your culture are picked but there isn't like a true respect or understanding for the rest of your culture um so I can understand from that perspective this actually reminds me I don't know if we've spoken about it before but where he went on to say what this girl said to him on the dating app I remember seeing this tiktok of this one girl a caucasian girl just for context and she was like, she created this whole plan. So she wanted to go to Korea, find a Korean man to marry her because she had like this deep goal and dream and mission of having a really cute, aesthetically pleasing Asian baby. And I I wasn't, I wasn't even going to be <laughs> endangered by her plan, but it did scare me. So sometimes when you like, when you hear things like this, although we're laughing and like giggling out of shock, like it is, it's kind of dehumanizing in a way. Like we're sometimes different ethnic groups are just seen as like these magical creatures that people want to have like mixed baby. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like aesthetically pleasing or in right now or it's cool. And it kind of doesn't make you feel human or mm. like you don't really feel respect. So I can get where this person's coming from. This kind of reminds me of, there's a video, I think it was produced by Channel 4. And my friend, hey, Simi girl, she had a conversation with Oli London, our favorite oh. person, um, about they they are saying 
because they identify as non-binary. So they also them. identify as Korean, but that's a conversation uh, for another yeah, time. Yeah, so it was the whole thing about them saying that they are transracial, and my friend was like, "That's not a thing." But then a couple of days after that video dropped, now Ollie is saying, actually, they are now a Korean female. Okay. Um, um. <laughs> you know, maybe that is all we have time for today. Now that I've looked at the... T- the- um, just stay away from the crazies. Um, if you believe in God, pray. <laughs> pray the demons away. And, you know, if you're spiritual, make sure you have your crystals. And stay strong, my brother. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, yeah, don't do that. Um, and I also, like, just side side note, sometimes when niche groups or interests become popularized and they other people... Yes, get colonized. And other people outside of those groups now feel as though they're part of these communities and they want to assimilate and whatnot, they get a bit too comfortable. And we've seen this happen with so many other communities and groups. So it's just like, I don't know. But thank you very much for your unpopular opinion. And if there's anything else you want to add to this for more perspective, um, do. But it's definitely something we can relate to and understand to some extent. And then mm. moving on, we actually have a question for today. So one listener asked us, in both of your opinions, who had the best solo, de- solo debut in Blackpink, Jenny, Rosé or Lisa? Okay, I have opinions on this. Okay. I think number-wise, technically-wise, in the world, it would be Lisa. Mm-hmm. Because I just think it dropped at the perfect time. And then her B-side, Money, was kind also, of like yeah. the unofficial theme of Squid Game at the time. <laughs> so, you know, it may have opened the doors to k-pop for some people and people really enjoyed that however i don't know how much korea enjoyed it if that makes sense Hmm. um i think sometimes being on the outside in terms of not living in korea we forget how conservative that korea actually is and no like no offense to to lisa or anything but sometimes people are kind of rubbed the wrong way if someone that is not korean is blowing up and that's the only reason they have against this person is because they're not mm-hmm. korean i think korea enjoyed jenny's solo more and the reason why i wouldn't say rose is because again rose's solo was in english so they may have filled, felt a bit alienated if that makes sense yeah and I feel like Jenny is just that girl. She's <laughs> she's still the it girl. Mm-hmm. So I think in that way, for me personally, to be honest, I I enjoyed Rose's on the ground. I'm uh, not on the ground. Um, gone. But I feel like I enjoyed the teaser more than the actual song. Like I was more excited for it, and then when it was here, I was just like. Okay, um, and then I think Lisa, at first I was like, mm, I don't know, but then it kind of grew on you, but maybe that's because it was played a lot, mm-hmm. and then Jenny, Jenny's song was a bop, 
I just feel like it's so long ago, I can't remember what my initial feeling mm. of it was. So, yeah. Shay, what about you? I think for me, like most of your the opinions that you shared, um, obviously how each one would have been received to different audiences. I wouldn't say that I have a favourite as such. I feel like they all kind of worked well in their own way because mm. I feel like each of their solo debuts kind of targeted different niches. Yeah. Like I feel as though when Solo came out, that was that was Jenny's first solo moment, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was just like an iconic moment and it was very Jenny as we see Jenny. Lisa's debut was very Lisa and that worked with like her being a dancer and it turning into like this viral dancey music type situation. And then like Rosé being this very, I hope this isn't, I hope this isn't bad, but Rosé gives me very much Hannah Montana in my head, like guitar, (laughs) like cute, slow, like I I don't mean this in a bad way. I loved Hannah Montana growing up, but I mean, they were just fulfilling different fantasies. So I wouldn't, Mm. I don't feel so they're comparable. We could check numbers. If you had to, but it says in your opinion. So if you had to, if you had to pick one, who would you pick? Again, that's too hard, but... I don't know. I would say that maybe Jenny, because she... It was super impactful. People were like, oh my gosh, like, she just debuted and, like, this is the whole solo moment. It was Mm. pretty iconic, but it's not my favourite song ever. I think they all worked really well in their own way, and they've done bits. I don't know. That's my two cents. <laughs> but um, yes, thank you for that question. If you guys want to ask us any other questions or get our thoughts on anything, um, feel free to submit those as well. But now it's time for On The Radar, which is where me and Shanice will let you know what's on our radars, if there's been anything we've been listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? I don't have anything <laughs> this week. Um trying to think last week just kind of happened I, I, I don't know what happened oh I'm actually gone on my radar is that new hype girl group oh, mm-hmm. what's the name I don't, I don't know I don't know it's called <laughs> I don't know um, how to pronounce it I haven't heard the full song I've heard snippets but I feel like I enjoy the remix that someone made I don't know if you heard it yes it's that song and a Cassie long way to go song and I was like why couldn't this be the vibe because I feel like from um, clips that I've seen the instrument was quite minimal which doesn't mean that's a bad thing not everything again needs to be loud and brash and in your face but some people say for a debut song it's quite unforgettable I don't have an opinion yet because, again, I haven't listened to it from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So I'll save my opinion. But, yeah, I've heard on the whispers on the internet streets, people were saying, oh, I mean, it's good, but it's a bit it's a bit unforgettable. So I don't... And how do you say their name? I have no idea, but I watched this one video where I think they were on, like, was, is it, was it, like, Music Bank or something? And if you rejig the letters... It spells oh, I'm, like, fearless I'm fearless or something. <laughs> that's, that's all. One like thing with K-pop, Le they're going to give you an unnecessary name. Sarah, like, Le Seraphim. 
why 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 are we naming our groups computer um, um keyboard smashes <laughs> mm, love that um i yeah i haven't listened to the full song either i've literally only seen like the is it like the point dance thingy where yeah, they're what doing you it looking what what you, what you looking that? and the little remix that's going around mm. um so i'll definitely have to have a listen i like the girl with the bob she's cool yes yes she was um giving in the clips that i've seen um and i think don't quote me because you're in charge of the news segment but i think <laughs> they had have had like one of the most successful debut weeks like i think they yeah, beat espers on one of the charts right yeah like yeah so that's good for them and i'm i'm not i'm not quite a good netizen but i haven't i i've i think people have been treating them nicely like i was really scared for hype releasing a girl group oh, really? for obvious yeah. reasons or well, like just like proximity to like bts and txt and like you could just receive unsolicited hate for like proximity to other people and like people do you know what that reminds me of i don't mm-hmm. know if you saw somewhere was it, I don't think it was Irene, it was someone from Red Velvet, because they are, I can't remember who it was now, my, my brain's gone blank, um, because they have like a close proximity to a lot of male idols in the sense of she may comment on their pictures or whatever, okay. or joke around, like close people weren't feeling that, and I'm like, really? Mm. I think it was Yuri, I think, I could be wrong, but... um. Yeah, I think she must have commented on maybe Johnny's like make gala post and like a few of other NCT members and people like, why is she acting like that? Like, oh. it's just like she can't support her her company mates. I'm so confused. Like, I th- like yeah, the way people were acting was like if she was like. Yeah, I'm gonna do this to you. I don't know, like really sexual oh. or something. I don't, I don't know, but uh, that's surprising to me because I I would have thought that people would be like more understanding of SM because SM has always like put forward like a very close family front. Like even with their what's it called, like the SM, SM concert family. things that they do. Like you always see all of their idols interacting. So that's surprising to hear from them. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right then. Uh, but yeah, no, I was, I was definitely very worried because I know how people on the internet can be, but I haven't, at least hasn't come my way or been on my radar. Mm. So I'm, I'm happy for them. Um, but yeah, no, I'll have a listen as well. I think on my radar, I started watching the K-drama, I think it's called Tomorrow. Um, but I'm literally only partially way through episode one so i don't have a fully formed opinion yet but it seems pretty good um not on the topic of k-pop but i started watching this um i didn't start watching it, i finished it um this j drama and it was so sad like it was like this guy and this girl and then they, they ended up liking each other and beginning to date and then she found out that she had this like really rare condition where she will age really fast so then mm. she just stopped seeing him and um, her brother was like to her, like, you should give him closure. So then she called him up one time and said that um, I'm leaving you because like my ex-boyfriend reached out to me and I'm going to go back to him. But she did. She just didn't want to tell him what was happening to her. Like it was, it was mm. a lot. It was intense, but um, 
Yes, that's on my radar. Um, side note, HaliuCon is coming back this year for anyone that attended previous iterations, so I'll keep you updated on that. But um, yeah, mm. that's all my radaring. Yay! Again, guys, if you do enjoy listening to us, make sure you rate us on Spotify and Apple, especially if you got this far. Like, you must enjoy <laughs> you might as it. well. You might as well at this point. But yes, thank you so much for listening to How You At You. And remember, if you ever want to submit any of your ideas, stories, opinions, or requests, you can send them to us anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash How You At You, or you can send them our way on socials. Yes. I've been Shanice from Kpop Box. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore on most socials, or just type in Kpop Box, and I should pop up, hopefully. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me at The K-Way on most platforms and I should be there. Yay. (laughs) Yay. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Hey podcast listener, do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts, or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.